You're listening to Banal Leakage, episode 100, Switched Out. Welcome. Hey, what is that? It's new intro music. And there's a new image. It's I, I didn't put a lot of creativity into the new image, but... Uh, and not much to the uh, the intro. It's something I found on uh, on on a on a uh, uh, an app, a synthesizer app of all things, uh, made by Korg. Uh, it's called Vessel. So I I I liked. I listened, was playing around with stuff, and I liked what they already had out there for it. And so I, you know, I'm using it for my new intro. It's. I thought, you know, this is episode 100. I really should do a couple small changes here. So I'm uh, I'm. Hope you enjoy them. I'm currently working on a better logo using Illustrator. I'm, I don't use Illustrator that much. I've done some logos in the past, and you know, they're not, nothing like what other people have done. You know, that have more talent than I do. That have been working with these design tools for years and years, and you know, I've had them for years. I just don't use them that often. You know, for at least for, you know, creating something new. I use it for more editing existing uh, creations. So with that, let's start the news. Detained at airports is using any connection to the banned seven countries to deny entry to the United States. Muhammad Ali Jr. and his mother detained uh, detained at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport returning from Jamaica. He was specifically asked if he was Muslim, which he answered yes to. His mother, Camacho Ali, was released only after showing a photo of herself with her late ex-husband. Ali Jr. did not have a photo of him with his father, so they kept him longer. He mentioned how they questioned his name. Ali Jr. is a native-born U.S. citizen. In all of their travels, this was the first time they had been asked if they were Muslim when coming back to the United States. So an update on this uh, here. As of this recording, uh, Ali Jr. was detained again while flying from Washington, D.C. to Fort Lauderdale. So it, within the U.S., not even coming back from another country. So, But this time only for 20 minutes. Uh, he was asked the same question about his religion. So, yeah. Uh, Khalid Khatib. Uh, a 21-year-old Syrian cinematographer who worked on the Oscar-winning documentary short The White Helmets was denied entry after CBP, that's the Custom Border Patrol, uh, officials found derogatory information with his paperwork. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, derogatory information. Yeah, what? What? With his paperwork, what, what did he do, write the F word on it or something? I mean, I don't think so. Like, uh, I, I laugh. This is not funny that these people are getting denied. But, uh, yeah, there's at the end of this thing, I'll, I, I, think, I think everyone's going to uh, acknowledge what the common thread is here with all this. Mem Fox, a 70-year-old celebrated, celebrated children's author from Australia, was detained for two hours at LAX while en route to a speaking engagement. So her verbal and physical treatment during her detainment was so upsetting to her that she cried once she reached her hotel room. Australia was a country that Trump attacked soon after he took office. So, hmm. Oh, eh, I, I think we know one, one of the connections here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a 70-year-old children's book author. I'm sorry. <laughs> what books has Mem Fox 
uh, written. Let's see. Well, the two most popular ones: uh, Possum Magic from uh, nineteen eighty from nineteen eighty three, and Ten Little Fingers and Ten Little Toes uh, from uh, two thousand eight. So she's written a lot of books. Um, yeah. So, huh? Well, I, I you know I guess if uh, she's a suspect, you know, a future terrorist, you know, maybe. You know, maybe we should go back and read her books and find out what kind of, uh, you know, hidden language she might have put in there. Oh, my God, this is getting ridiculous. Um, let's see. Uh, Henry Rousseau, a French historian, was detained at Houston International Airport for 10 hours, being given no reason for this detainment, with his only connection to Egypt being that he was born there. Hmm, Okay. And as recent as this last weekend, uh, Hassan Aden, a retired police chief from Greenville, North Carolina, he was detained at JFK for 90 minutes, being told his identity was compromised before being cleared to enter the United States. Uh, yes, as as people are trying to defend uh, Donald Trump, uh, or you know, or was as mentioned, you know, CBP, immigration control, uh, detained, deported. Um, you know, I mean, all, all these things. I mean, it, yes, this was common under Obama, but not at this level and not at, at this ridiculous, uh, you know, vetting process, if you will. So, the, you know, the actions this time since the travel ban, which remains unenforceable thanks to uh, Ninth Court of Appeals and a judge in Maryland and a judge in uh, uh, Hawaii, uh, these these actions are more aggressive and, and broader reaching, looking for the smallest connection and reasons to detain and prevent entry to non-criminal travelers. So all of the people above that I listed, you know, they, you know, they're all U.S. Well, well, not all of them are U.S. citizens, but they all have some type of U.S. citizenry or, or uh, you know, legitimate visas to travel to this country, and they got detained. You know, so, you know, I think the whole point of, of where this is is. Hey, you know, this Trump travel ban or Muslim ban, as I like to, more I think it's more defined. You know, it just needs to really just stop. You know, it 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 just it, it's that point to where you know it's obvious what their slant is. They're you know they're 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 just picking on people now at this point. And so, you know, I I wouldn't question anyone who wouldn't want to visit the United States with the possibility of even actual U.S. citizens who hold valid U.S. passports being denied entry. And, you know, you know, the case of Ollie Jr., you know, he's not even, didn't even leave the country at this last trip that he had. So, you know, this is only going to get worse, you know, given the mandate to check people's social media accounts, browse through travelers' phones, devices, laptops, tablets, to find any and all reasons to prevent entry into this country. American terrorists get no mention from Trump administration on their murders and attempted targets to kill large numbers of people. Uh, believe it or not, but there are a string of stories with similar outcomes. People yelling, you don't belong in my country, and then pulling a gun or punching someone or punching them or, or pushing them to the ground. Um, you know, so, and, and I said, you know, targets to kill large numbers of people or even small numbers of people. For instance, this one story here. Uh... Anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm going to focus on this one case here where an Indian man died after being shot. Uh, this guy, Adam Purinton, was in a bar and approached two Indian males having drinks, telling them to get out of my country. 
then pulling out his gun and opened fire on both of them. One of the men, uh, Renovus Kubahota, age 32, died at the hospital from gunshot wounds. The other man, Alok Madasani, also 32, was released from the hospital two days later uh, at the time of the shooting. Uh, This was not determined to be a hate crime. (laughs) Really? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Interesting. So this uh, uh, this happened in Kansas, um, and uh, uh, anyway, so the, 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 you know, anyway, not a hate crime, really. Oh my gosh! I mean, th- this guy is also, you know, he's had previous things about talking about killing Iranians and, and everything. It's like, oh, so investigations are still going on, and there hasn't been any updates that I can find on this incident. So speaking of updates, barely a mention of this by any when associated with Trump, including his administration and any of his supporters. As I said at the beginning of this news story, I, I found other stories where people are claim, assuming those that are are not like white, are not white like them, are not citizens, or that's how they feel, or they've, you know, that their country has been violated, you know, by allowing non-whites to live here, while Trump people say this is not due to rhetoric from, you know, from, from Trump's, you know, speaking out or, or policies or, or these executive orders that he's putting out. So it's hard not to see how these have increased over the course of the election since Trump and, and since Trump took office. Uh, these bigots and racists have newfound liberty to spew their hatred and violence at others. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't see this getting any better anytime soon. And that's pretty sad, you know. I, I, you know, these people, I, I, I don't get it, you know. Uh, probably because I think differently than these racist and white supremacists and people that feel different about anyone that's non-white. So, ah, the, I've, I've been waiting to do this story here. So, uh, CPAC, which is the Conservative Political Action Conference uh, that happened. So CPAC attendees were handed Russian flags with the word Trump on them. <laughs> so, okay, so two activists, Jason Charter and Ryan Clayton, from uh, this organization called Americans Take Action. It's a resistance organization. They bought tickets to the CPAC conference. Uh, they smuggled in 1,000 of these little Russian flags. So uh, on the page for the show notes for this episode, uh, I have the photo that shows what the flag looks like. So, so, that it has the, so these Russian flags, it's the Russian colors, um, uh, anyway, uh, of, of the flag, you know. So, you know, the Russian flag is white, blue, and red. So, anyway. So, hey, same three colors. But uh, anyway, it has the word Trump in the middle uh, across the blue collar. Attendees waved, uh, attendees waved them with pride, not realizing the colors of the flag were in the, in the right order, you know. <laughs> or, duh, it wasn't an American flag. It didn't have stars and stripes and everything. Uh, so anyway, so the flag, yeah, so it's funny, they were all, you know, same colors as the U.S. flag, but not even close to what looks like a U.S. flag. Uh, waving the white, blue, and red, you know, hey, hey, Trump, Trump, we're for Trump. Yeah. So once those with the Trump campaign realized the flag was Russian and not an official prop, they quickly went around it to confiscate as many of the flags as they could from the attendees. I'm sure a lot of people had no idea what they were waving until they were asked to give up their Trump Russian uh, pranked item. So both Charter and Clayton were eventually booted from the CPAC event, which was uh, held during uh, the, the day they attended was the same day that the, that uh, Trump would be speaking at. So, 
Both have disrupted other conservative events. So their goal is to be disruptors until Trump is impeached. I like this. You know, I mean, I've heard some pushback by conservatives. Well, how cruel, how mean to, to, to prank people like this. Hey, shut the hell up, you know? Really? You're, you're the ones drinking the Kool-Aid with all this crap, you know? You know, you know and if you guys can't see, you know, if these attendees were that blinded, you know, and didn't, you know, make a connection like, hey, this doesn't look like the American flag. Instant connection, you know, any of these people that would have had any type of, you know, internal alerts or, or you know, I mean, I know sometimes you get caught up in the moment at certain things and someone hands you a little pamphlet or leaflet or, or you know, or a flag or whatever in the case, you know. I get it, but it's Russian flag. It's not the U.S. flag, you know. Should have been obvious, you know. <laughs> what the hell here? <laughs> so I, I kudos to these guys. These uh, you know these guys who Trump uh, trumped <laughs> the, these people pranked them. So <laughs> this week's rant: Winter is done, spring is here, and I can't wait for summer. Um, yep, yeah, I've I've probably done other rants in previous episodes. You know, I mean, gosh, this is my hundredth episode, so this would be my hundredth rant. I've done other rants on weather, I'm sure, or have t talked about it endlessly, uh, you know. So let's just skip right past spring, go right into the warm of summer. You know, uh, I love summer months. <laughs> I know that's not possible, but it's what I look forward to each and every year after dealing with winter months of cold snow and ice. This winter was colder than others, and we got a lot of snow over the official three months of, of winter from uh, December to March. Uh, spring is here in Utah now. Um, you know, it's not really spring per se. I mean, it is. You know, it's rainy. Like today, it's rainy. Uh, for you know, for the most part, we get some pretty wet and heavy snow days all the way into the first part of June. Yeah, so spring goes till June twentieth. You know, summer doesn't start till June twenty-first. So yes, I've experienced snow on Memorial Day several times in the uh, in the uh, yeah twenty-nine years that I've lived here in Utah. Wow. Okay. So I guess uh, 28 winters, I guess, uh, I've experienced. But uh, anyway, uh, so I keep telling myself that I'll, I will move to a warmer climate, but it never happens. Mostly due, that I, have fam due to fa that I have family here, and I've not put a lot of effort into leaving the state. Uh, you know, moving elsewhere, you know, uh, you know I need to get, get another job, going to make more money. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot to deal with. You know, it's not just pack up and move and, you know, and sit back and enjoy, you know, dirty martini or whiskey or beer or something, you know. So as I get closer to the age of 55, I might end up putting more efforts into these warmer climate uh, places and locations. Until then, there are more winters in my future. This week's shameless plug, the 89th Academy Awards, or the Oscars, as they're more commonly called, um, you know, I'm just going to go through my thoughts on the broadcast, the host Jimmy Kimmel, who won, what movies I've seen that were nominated, and and which one, and the best picture mix-up. So yeah, I, so I'm an Oscar guy. I, I, like, I'm sure I've, I've, I've podcasted this before in various episodes, you know, uh, you know, since I've been doing podcasts the last couple of years, so... It's very, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I enjoy them. I, I didn't really get out and see much of the movies this year. So, I, I mean, I've, I've seen Arrival, uh, haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge. You know, evidently Mel Gibson actually did a really good job with that movie. Uh, haven't seen Moonlight, um, never, didn't see La La Land. So, I, I, I just, every year I always plan to get out and see these movies, and I don't, you know. So, um, 
I did like Jimmy Kimmel as a host. I Kimmel is one of my one of my two favorite all time, uh, or not all time, but uh, my two favorite current late night uh, hosts. The other is James Corden, so another Jimmy, if you will. Um, and James Corden's done like Emmys and he did the Grammys. He's done the Tonys, you know. So uh, I'm sure he'll do the Oscars at some point here, but. But yeah, it's you know I, I like the awards I, I, I get into it uh, you, you know years that Quentin Tarantino is up for it you know oh my God I'm I, I mean I'm definitely watching it my my all time favorite award is original screenplay and Tarantino has won for it twice now uh, once with Pulp Fiction and once with uh, Inglorious Bastards uh, and there's been a number of other uh, artists over the years and and creative people and and screenwriters and directors and everything that have won the awards that I've been very proud of and for movies that I've seen, movies that I really liked, um, you know, like an uh, animated movie this year was Zootopia, which uh, uh, I really liked. I thought it was a, sent a great message of inclusion. And uh, uh, and then, you know, then at the... Uh, so, oh, oh, wait. So there was, there was kind of this... Uh, uh, one of the pranks that uh, Kimmel pulled was uh, unbeknownst to the to them, uh, a, a group of tourists uh, ended up inside the Kodak Theater. They they were told they were going to see Oscar memorabilia. Anyway, they came in and they got to shake hands with Jennifer Aniston and and uh, you know and all you know uh, Denzel Washington and everything. I mean, it was kind of cool. I I liked it. Other people didn't like it. I, I you know based on social media thing, I, I saw people were like, oh, that was stupid. I'm like, no, I thought it was fun. That was pretty cool. I mean, it took a lot. of... You know, it took some time off uh, off the award show. I mean, people that complain about it, uh, I really think I wonder why they watch uh, the Oscars because you know it's a three hour broadcast. So what are they hoping for that you know half hour show and it's done? You know, so suit yourself, people. But anyway, uh, best picture mix up. Uh, they called it for, um, uh, they called it for uh, La La Land when it was actually. Moonlight that won, and uh, one of the Price Waterhouse Coopers people screwed up. He he gave uh, gave uh, Warren Beatty the wrong uh, the wrong envelope, and Warren Beatty was kind of confused when he first announced it. So anyway, it was uh, I, the mix-up. Uh, you know, was news fodder for the, for the first few days, and you know, it was a serious thing. You know, I mean, you know, gosh, I mean, it re- really, I mean, you know, they've been doing it right for what? How many years? Eighty something years? You know. And this year, yeah, it was kind of embarrassing. But, hey, you know, Kimmel handled it right. He got up there on stage. Um, you know, Beatty actually, did, you know, passed it off to Faye Dunaway, and she announced the the wrong winner. And then and then they came up and realized that the wrong winner was announced and corrected it. So, anyway, another year of Oscars, and I, you know, I look forward to them next year. Awarding myself with warmth. Uh, want to leave feedback? email podcast at banoleakage.com thank you for listening and as always if you can't be specific just be random